I um, kind of went into this like knowing that it was a team sport, but I really was surprised like how, like yes, we're competing against each other, but it's so team-based. Like I would even argue that it's more team-based than a typical like team sport. Like the other team sports I play, field hockey or lacrosse, like there's just, there's a different level of like team bonding, team relationships that, that happen when you're at those meets and on the platform and stuff. Like, and even if you like miss a lift, like people are still like hyping you up and cheering you on for your next one. Like it's just, it's very like a togetherness. I would almost describe it as it's different like no other. Kind of previously mentioned a lot of us if we haven't been powerlifting for a really long time we have been lifting for a long time so because of that and because we come in more often than casual lifters like most of us come in at least four times a week and um, so because of those factors we have a lot of experience and so to that end I'd hope we all like know what we're doing and um, we're held to a certain standard because of that um, so as such we often have to set an example for other kids um, if they need help with something, sometimes um, Coach Witt will direct them to us, or we'll go to them, or um, sometimes we'll just demonstrate a certain lift to them. And um, that also helps um, us hold ourselves to a certain standard because we know that we need to um, know what we're doing in order to not only better ourselves, but also to help others. And I think that's really just kind of helpful for everyone in the end. Um, so I'm really talkative and stuff, but I'm kind of shy, so you wouldn't see me performing or being on stage at all. So when you told me about the CPA, I got a little bit nervous because I'm not used to stages. But when you were describing how that was going to look like and when we actually went to the meet, it was so much fun. It was the best environment possible and I think it made it all so much better. I'm Carter Miller. I'm Danny Schultz. I'm Annabelle Gochi. I'm Becca Porto. I'm Eden Schnerstein. And we're all Iron Dread Powerlifters. You're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Oh yeah, and we're back. Episode 60 of your Iron Dread Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. Thanks for tuning in this week. This week, we are recapping our Iron Dread Powerlifting Showcase with some members of our Iron Dread Powerlifting team. We have five senior student-athletes hop on the pod with me this week to talk about their experiences, not only at our Iron Dread Powerlifting Showcase meet this past weekend, which was a complete success for us. We thoroughly enjoyed it and had a lot of fun. Um, not only do they talk about their experiences with that, but they also talk about their experiences in being a member of our powerlifting team and part of our strength and conditioning program. This is some great insight from the young people that are, these programs are built to serve. So it's, uh, it was great to hear their thoughts and their opinions on the things that we're doing here. And, uh, you know, hear that they uh, they truly enjoyed not only 
the meet, but being a member of the powerlifting team and being a member of our strength and conditioning program. But before we get to those young folks, we are very thankful for all of you tuning in and listening to this podcast from all around the world, all the different nations out there listening to your Iron Dread podcast. We appreciate you uh, very much each and every week turning in, tuning in and listening to the show. Remember, if you don't already subscribe to the podcast, go ahead and find it on your favorite podcast platform. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can find your Iron Dread podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, our host platform, Anchor, and many, many more. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find this show. Also, don't forget, if you're a social media user, follow us on social media at Iron Dread Pod to keep up with our show. Uh, each and every week, we make a post on social media directing you to a new episode. Also, if you subscribe to the show and you set notifications anytime, anytime we post something at, at Iron Dread Pod, you'll get a message and a notification and know that there's a new episode ready for you to enjoy. So 60 episodes strong. Um, crazy. Uh, crazy thing. We've come this far. We're going to keep it going, keep it rolling. We're really enjoying it each and every week. Um, last week with the powerlifting showcase a lot of a lot of stuff went into putting that together for our kids uh, but everything was all the reviews were very positive uh, if you haven't seen the powerlifting showcase and you want to check it out you want to see what we were able to put together here uh, for our student athletes uh, the link for that uh, instant replay will be in the show notes tinyurl.com slash show 21 you can go and relive or watch for the first time the Iron Dread Powerlifting Showcase. I'm uh, really hoping to keep that meet as a annual tradition. Uh, and in addition to uh, running a Michigan High School Powerlifting Association regional meet, and we also uh, want to work with Miss Gina Hensley and Cayoso Powerlifting to host a USAPL meet here at Dexter High School. So we're really uh, getting a lot of things going uh, as far as powerlifting here. And uh, the showcase was a great time. Uh, go and check that out because there was a lot of cool stuff that went down on that stage. So folks, uh, without much further ado, we're going to get into today's episode uh, with our powerlifting student athletes. Episode 60. Here it is. All right, and here we are. We're back live to record on your Iron Dread podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here with some of our young people uh, from our Iron Dread powerlifting team. We asked them to, to come in, and we're, we're talking all things Iron Dread powerlifting. Uh, we just came off last weekend, our Iron Dread powerlifting showcase, and we're going to hear what these, uh, these young folks, what their experiences have been like in powerlifting, what they thought of last week's meet, um, and powerlifting in general. Um, all of these individuals that we have, and we might get some more of our student athletes popping in as the show goes on, but all of these individuals that we have uh, on this, uh, this show right now are all senior citizens. They're all old folks, right? They're all old, old folks and, and getting ready to um, move on from us soon here at the, at the end of the year. So, uh, 
let's start where what I want you guys to do first is just kind of introduce yourselves to the audience. So when you're talking, people know who is saying what. All right. So why don't we start uh, with Danny? And we'll, as you can see on my screen, we'll go Danny, Annabelle, Carter, Becca. So uh, say your name um, and introduce yourself a little bit. All right. Um, my name is Danny Schultz. I'm a senior. Um, this was my first year powerlifting, but I've been lifting with Coach Witt since sophomore year. Yeah. All right. We got Danny with us now. Uh, and Danny, what, what other sports do you play besides powerlifting? Yeah, I've been swimming competitively um, throughout my entire high school career. So um, that's something I've been doing for a while. I've been doing track on and off as well. Uh, I'm doing that this year. Um, I make it a point to like work out by myself a lot. So even when I haven't been able to lift, like during quarantine, I've been trying to keep in shape. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, Annabelle, introduce yourself to our listening audience. Hey, I'm Annabelle Gochi. Um, this is also my first year powerlifting. I'm also a senior and I've been lifting just in general since last year only and do you play any other sports besides powerlifting um not this year i've tried out a couple <laughs> um i used to play field hockey and then and then i didn't and then i tried track for a little bit and then i didn't so <laughs> but you are actively involved in our drama club right I am, yes. I actively involved in our, our drama club. And uh, we uh, went into the drama club's home turf this past weekend in the CPA. All right, Carter, you're up. I'm Carter Miller. I'm also a senior. This has been my second year doing powerlifting. And my previous years in high school, I did track and field. I'm not doing that this year. Right. Carter. On this call right now, Carter, our most uh, senior member um, of powerlifting, started with us last year. Uh, and last but not least, Miss Becca. Hi, so I'm Becca Porto. I'm a senior. This is my first year powerlifting. Um, I've been lifting with Coach Witt since last year. Um, I played tennis last week, last year, and I used to play soccer and handball back in Brazil. Yeah, and, and Becca is... A, a native uh, Brazilian uh, that came, that moved here uh, and has been working with us here for the last few years. So welcome, guys. Um, I'm thankful that, you know, I'm glad that you guys gave your time to be on the show today. So we're just going to have some fun and we're going to we're going to shoot the breeze. Uh, one thing that you'll notice with all of these individuals um, and we, we really encourage this within our powerlifting program is yeah, you want to be involved in multiple sports. Very few of our, our powerlifters um, only do powerlifting. They play many different sports. And I've said it before on the show, and you guys might uh, back me up on this. I think powerlifting is like the perfect second sport for kids um, because it gives you something to train for, right? Anybody agree with that? Anybody have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, when I was first trying powerlifting was during my first track season, actually sophomore year. And I think it gave me like a huge leg up on other kids who didn't lift. Um, and so that was really helpful for me. Carter, did you start to uh, say something too? 
No. No, Carter, uh, folks. Now, Carter, Carter Miller is—he's a—he's a, a quiet, cerebral cat. Right? Very rarely do we get him—we get too much from him. But we're gonna—we're gonna get some stuff out of him here. So, yeah. So, Danny brought up right. She started training when she was younger, and for us, our the way we train for powerlifting, and the way we train in our Iron Dread Strength Program, they are not very different. Right, that we do a lot of the same things. And the only thing that really for you guys um, that you went through that was a little bit different than how everyone else was training is we did a little more free squatting. Other than that, you guys trained, uh, trained pretty much the same as we would train you if you were in your other sports seasons um, as athletes here and, and members of our program. So it's, uh, again, it's the perfect second sport, I think, because kids get involved. It gives them a short term thing. You know, if they're not involved in another winter sport, it gives them something short term to train for and pursue some different challenges and goals in. And then what they gain from being a member of powerlifting, then they take it to their other sports in the in the fall and uh, in the spring. So I think it's a, I think it's a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's see, like, how did you get involved in powerlifting? Right? Let's let's start with Becca. Right? We'll start with Becca. How Becca, how did you get involved in powerlifting, and what kind of led you to join the team? Um, so last year I had strength and conditioning classes with you, and it was my first time lifting at all. And I thought it was so much fun. I really liked the people. I made for, um, made really good friends there, and they all started to powerlift but it didn't really fit my schedule because I had SAT prep classes last year. So I couldn't really go to the meets, um, but I thought it was really interesting. So I wanted to do that this year. And when I heard it was going on, even with COVID, um, I really um, got really excited and decided to join the team. Yeah, I mean, we did have some challenges, right? We, uh, you know, with um, you know, limiting the space in the weight room, not being able to train for an extended period of time, um, you know, we spent some time outside all summer training in our strength program. Um, so the, the, the COVID pandemic has definitely, uh, brought us a lot of challenges. Yeah. So I, I remember that vividly, right. Becca would train with other girls. Um, I think another member of our, our powerlifting program, Avery Rose was one of them, right. And, uh, they would train together all the time and Becca would be right in there every day that the, the other kids were in there and were like, Becca, you, you just got to go do a meet. And it never worked out for her to get out there uh, and do a meet. So, but we got her out there this year and uh, we'll talk more about her experiences. So Carter, how did you get involved in powerlifting? So I started lifting in late fall of my junior year in 2019. And I was lifting for a while for track and field. And then I got offered to join the powerlifting team. Yeah, so I training, training for a while. And, and Carter was part of a group of kids that, um, you know, friend of the show and, you know, long time, uh, you know, power, you know, founder helped the guy, one of the guys that helped find, find the powerlifting team uh, in Zach Bagby and Quincy Goff, mostly Quincy Goff. Uh, Carter used to be in Quincy's training group. Um, so Carter is, is one of the guys, it's like a link to, you know, the infancy of iron drip powerlifting and the individuals that help make that happen, right? That original group of kids that 
went to that meet in Grass Lake when none of us had any idea really what we were getting ourselves into uh, going out there. And yeah, yeah, Carter was was part of that. He was coming in all the time, training for track and field. He's a shot put and discus thrower, and uh, you know, big, tall, long guy Carter Miller is. And we got him, uh, we got him under the bar, and he's made a lot of strength gains. And you know, we've had some fun in the process. And he's uh, he's still coming in here to train, even though he decided to not throw this year. All right, Miss Danny, how did you get involved in powerlifting? So as I mentioned previously, I had been lifting during the track season my sophomore year, and I was going um, like four days a week, which was more than most kids who were doing track and field were going. And I was training in the mornings with a lot of the powerlifting kids, and I was getting really into it. So you started telling me, you were like, why don't you just come to a meet? And I did try to, but I had a band leadership team meeting or something that day. So I couldn't go that time. And then before you know it, season's over. Next year, COVID hit before I could get to any meets or anything. And then finally, I was like, okay, I actually do really like lifting. and I'd love to compete in it. I'm not swimming in anymore. Um, so I figured I would this season. And here we are. Yeah. And and one thing, too, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this and, you know, kind of your opinions on it after we hear from Annabelle. Um, you know, Danny and Annabelle both were in the 123 pound weight class, right? So, um, a lot of times I think when people think of power lifters, they think of, you know, you know, guys or girls like Carter, right? Carter's a big, tall guy, right? Um, and a lot of times people forget that there's, you know, lighter weight classes where it, there's a weight class for everybody to fit in. Right. And the one with our team and one of the things that I think is really cool about our team is that we have people from the lightest of weight classes, you know, Corinne Hader, 105, all the way up right to, you know, all kinds of different body types, um, people getting after it. So um, if you if you looked at, at Danny or Annabelle walking down the hallway, you probably don't think that they're one of their sports is powerlifting. Right. Uh, but they got after it and they broke some records. So Annabelle, how did you get involved with us here in Iron Dread Powerlifting? So I've been playing sports for pretty much all my life, mostly because I have like athletic parents. And so um, my sophomore year, after I'd stopped playing field hockey, I wasn't doing anything. And the next year I uh, was talking to Danny about how I missed doing like exercising. And she was like, oh, then you should definitely do lifting. And so I did that. And then for that whole year, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and you suggested to both of us that we join the powerlifting team. And I was like, that's crazy. That's not something I could ever do. And then, <laughs> and then came back this year and I was, it suddenly came a lot more feasible, I guess. I don't know. It was, yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem as far fetched of an idea as that, time when I when I told you that you should join the powerlifting team and you looked at me like mm, that's not what I'm gonna do yeah all right coach I'm, I'm <laughs> 120 some pounds I'm not I'm not a a big big strong kid but you've gotten a lot stronger um and and correct me if I'm wrong and Eden Schoenstein just signed it hey Eden hello welcome to the show we'll we'll introduce you in a moment here Eden um but I remember that vividly when, when I told Anna that and she's like, me? P 
powerlifting. Uh, and she did. She did the Anna shoulder shrug. All right, but then we got her out there, and yeah, and uh, yeah, we we broke some we broke some records this week. Okay. Um. So, um, Eden Schoenstein, Miss Eden, joining us here. Eden is another senior on the powerlifting team. What we're talking about right now, we kind of introduced everybody, Eden. And uh, we talked about how we got involved in powerlifting. So what's your story? Um, what sports are you involved in? And how did you get involved uh, outside of powerlifting? And how did you get involved in our powerlifting team? Yeah, so um, I also play field hockey and lacrosse. And I started, I think it was my sophomore year, um, coming to Iron Dread to work out and lift. And then I heard about the powerlifting team my sophomore year, and I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not. And then by the time senior year rolled around, really maybe towards the end of junior year, actually, but definitely as soon as field hockey was in the swing of things, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. So. Yeah, and, you know, again, we, we were talking about, uh, too, before you signed in, how we have kids on our team, and I think that's the, the sign of a good team, is we have kids across all of our weight classes, and that powerlifting literally is for anyone of any size, shape, et cetera. Yeah. Um, you know, Eden is another one, 123-pound weight class, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's I as a coach, as, as a coach of this program, again, I take pride in having kids – from all kinds of different sporting backgrounds and all kinds of uh, different types of kids being involved in powerlifting. So um, this year, obviously we couldn't go to regional meets like we wanted to, okay? Um, normally we compete in the Michigan High School Powerlifting Association for those of us outside of uh, our immediate area here. And Normally, the way that works is we would go to regional meets. We you probably go to three of them. Last year, we hosted one. Um, out of this group, Carter was uh, the only one who competed in that, that meet last year. Um, but we would go to regional meets and then qualify for states based on if you came in top two in your weight class, you would qualify to go to state meet. This year, we did not have that. This year, we were forced into only having a state meet for the Michigan High School Powerlifting Association and kids coming in uh, and, and qualifying for states based on if they qualified last year. Now, all uh, um, Becca, Danny, and Eden, um, you guys got to go to an exhibition meet put on by uh, our friends uh, down at Adrian, you know, Coach Chris Gillum, former guest of the show. Uh, he put on some meets down there for exhibition where they had a JV meet and a varsity meet. And that was, you know, all three of you, that was your first taste of, of powerlifting. Um, tell us what, what was that experience? Like, you know, your very first time competing. I honestly had no idea what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> I went there and I was like, I was definitely excited, a little nervous, but I wasn't quite sure how everything worked in terms of like, um, out of the three um, attempts I would get, like which one was my max and which one, like how should I adjust it? How should I decide whether I'm gonna do the weight that it says on my paper or add more or take away more? 
and of course I, uh, I'd never competed like that before. And I was like, you know, also nervous about getting DQ'd and, um, overall though, it was mostly a really educational experience. None of the lifts were anything insane for me, but I think it was really good in that I really learned how to compete in a powerlifting meet and how the judges would, um, like work and how, um, I should adjust my weight and everything like that. So I think that was, um, the way in which it was helpful for me. Yeah. And that's what that was intended to be, uh, with just an experience. And that's why a lot of the kids that went to that were kids like you guys that have never experienced it before, because there's stuff that we can talk about it in the weight room all the time, right? We, we talk about commands and what the judges are going to say and what the judges are going to do. But until you get out there on the platform and you go through it, it's uh it's very much a, an experience based thing. So Eden, what did you think of, uh, of going down there to the exhibition meets at Adrian? Yeah. Um, I, there were a lot of people, probably not as many as there normally are just because of COVID, but I, it was very loud, but I, I had a great time. It was, it was a little overwhelming at first. Cause I was, I did not know what I was doing and I felt a little out of place, but once we got started and like, it was kind of clear there was a lot of people who was at their first meeting, like did not know what they were doing. I was like, okay, this is okay. And there was plenty of people there that were also like returners to the lifting team. So they were definitely there to help and help out me know what I'm doing. And yeah, that was good. Hey, you had, you had a couple kids, uh, Brenna Cassidy uh, being one for the girls that much like Carter, you know, has been on the team for two years and been involved in, uh, in powerlifting. So, you know, Brenna kind of took the girls group and, and led that and Danny Gilbert and Devin Derliat were, were kids who kind of took the boys group and, and led it, but it was, uh, it, and that meet was, as we said, it was meant for that. It was meant to be that experience where you learn. And in the case of Adrian, right. And what they were doing, right. They were trying to teach their table workers and judges how to do things too. So what was what was fun about that is I think our and the way we did this, folks, for, you know, for those of you, you know, wondering how the heck do you have a powerlifting meet with multiple schools in a COVID world? Well, Coach Gillum, uh, you know, came up with this great idea that we were going to have five platforms for five different schools, and we all lifted at one platform. So every kid on our team lifted at the same platform. Um, and we, we just adjusted, you know, adjusted the weights and, and built it up. Um, but he was also trying to train table workers and judges. So what was great about that was as a coach, I was literally able to stop the platform and go, okay, guys, let's talk about this. And then everybody learns and everybody gets better. All right. Becca, what did you think of, of going down there? I know you were pretty fired up that day. <laughs> I was super nervous because I didn't know what to expect, but it was so much fun. I got so excited. I don't know what happens with me during the meets, but I get really, really hyped up. Um, but it was really fun. Um, the Everybody was super friendly. I had girls from other teams like complimenting my socks, um, coaches like helping me with my form. So it was really, um, it was really great. I didn't uh, push myself enough because I was trying to learn. So all of my weights were um, kind of light. But I think it was a great experience and it really prepared me for our meet. Good. It's, 
and you brought up something that we got we got to talk about, right? And and Danny is might be the queen of this too. Um, the sock game, right? In powerlifting, the rules say you have to wear knee-high socks for the deadlift. And a, as a coach with our team, our, our rules for our kids are you're going to wear your uniform, right? Your black iron drip powerlifting shirt and your shorts that we get. Um, but the socks are all up to you. You can put out your uh, your unique style and taste in your socks. Uh, so, and I know Eden was another one very, very proud of, of her socks. So let, let's talk a little bit about our different uh, style choices of deadlift socks. I mean, <laughs> my socks that I'm very proud of are uh, Captain America socks with wings, like actually coming off the sides of each of them. And uh, they just they just really uh, fill me with energy, you know. I'm practically flying, you could say, <laughs> when I'm wearing those. So uh, highly recommend everyone should get themselves a pair. Gotta get to flying high with Captain America, right now. Now you wore those for our showcase meet this past weekend. You know, did you wear those at Adrian too? And I did. I brought for some reason I decided to bring like multiple pairs of socks to Adrian, so I did change them at one point. But I did wear them for my deadlift. There you go. Eden, tell us all about yours. Yeah, so I have avocado socks. Um, I'm very proud of them. I love avocados. Anyone who knows me well knows that I'm obsessed with avocados. So it was really the only rational choice when looking at my drawer and picking out my knee-high socks. So avocados it was, and I wore them. I wore them to both meets, actually, I'm pretty sure. You rocked your so, avocado socks yeah. for both meets. Uh, Anna, did yeah. you have any have any uh, stylish socks? I don't I don't remember any uh, uh, crazy socks for you or for Carter. I do, I do have some. I wore um, they were green, and on the side there was a UFO, and it, there was an alien being beamed either up or down. I'm not honestly now that I think about it, not sure, but it had an alien on the side, um, and it was great. <laughs> So either the alien was coming back to Earth or being taken off off Earth, right? Yes. Right. I've never thought about it. Carter, did you have any crazy uh, deadlift socks that you've ever worn in your career? No, I just wear white Adidas socks. Yeah, yeah. Carter's a traditionalist. Nothing special about them. Straight up white Adidas for his deadlift. And and what did what did Becca have? What you had compliments on your socks down at Adrian, Becca? What were you wearing? So for the first meet at Adrian, I had um, black um, socks. They had like a lot of penguins. So they were really cute and they matched the uniform. I kind of wanted to match. I thought it was cute. But for the second one, I I wanted something that really um, represented me. So I picked one that it was like a bunch of dogs lifting. So they were like super strong and like I'm re really um dog person. So when I saw the socks, they were like just perfect dogs lifting. It was just amazing. Yeah, dogs, dogs getting out there, lifting some weight. So uh, again, we like to let our our kids, you know, be themselves in their socks. Um, one one of the first kids that we had that really started to to go crazy and and get to all kinds of outlandish socks was uh, Ellen Barnes. Right, Ellen Barnes graduated last year, and she had like socks with narwhals on them and ice cream cones and all all kinds of craziness and. And I can remember when we took her to the state meet, you know, 
kids walking by and saying to her, Oh, I love your socks. And it's all, it's all about the sock game and, and powerlifting. Right. So, uh, Quincy Goff also, uh, he would have, he would have some very interesting socks. He actually got me in trouble one time by wearing some socks that had some inappropriate sayings on them. Um, that he got me in trouble with that because, uh, he was wearing them in the weight room one time and, uh, another coach came walking by and said, um, what is he wearing? And I look and read the quote, um, and it was not something that we probably should have been wearing in the weight room or in public. So, but he, uh, you know, he didn't care. If you know Quincy, he, he didn't care. All right. So let's get into kind of this weekend, this past weekend. And we were stuck in a situation, as we said before, where we couldn't have uh, regional meets. So as, as a coach, I'm thinking about you guys and, and what, what can we do to give you guys the best experience that we possibly can, especially you guys, you're all seniors, right? There's no, there's no next year for high school powerlifting for you guys, right? Unless you know, one of you decides to you know, repeat the 12th grade, um, which I'd love to have you back, but you know, let's graduate. Um, so what are, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How, how can these kids get a good experience where they walk away from powerlifting and either whether they're like you guys and going to be moving on to remember, you know, their senior year of powerlifting and having a good impact on their life, or there's somebody that's younger, like, you know, we have kids in the, in the seventh and eighth grade, old, old big Spence uh, and Luke cook and all these young guys, uh, that are still in middle school that are going to power list with us for many years to come. How do we do something that is going to leave a positive impact on them um, and make them, you know, either be happy that they chose to be involved, right? And, or uh, come back next year and want to go through a, a real, you know, full season. So that's where we kind of, you know, came up with the idea of doing, the Iron Dread Showcase, you know, the powerlifting showcase where we, you know, competed and we had all of our kids, every member of our team, and everybody made it. It was everybody made it to the meet. There were, there were some parts where uh, these kids, you know, they, they were required to train four days a week. And, and many members of this group here, um, you know, Carter's an, uh, an afternoon guy, uh, but all the girls, you know, you guys were, were AM session lifters. All right, get up, come in, train in the morning. You know, when most kids are sleeping, right? You guys were here training. Yeah, there's the, the kids are all looking at me funny because I just went into darkness. The motion light went off in my in my room here. So you guys, you know, spent a lot of time, you know, you trained in the morning and really got after it. Um so Everybody made it. Everybody did what they had to do. There was no, uh, you know, there was a couple, you know, a couple of warnings that had to be issued, but everybody made it to the meet and, and got to go out there. Um, when you first heard that we were going to do a powerlifting meet on the stage in the CPA, what was your initial thoughts? Let's, uh, let's start with Carter this time. So what was the exact question? When you first heard that we were going to do a powerlifting meet on the CPA stage, 
what came to your mind? What did you think about that? Uh, Devin Emmerich's going to break through the pit. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we think uh, that state is the stage going to hold up, right? Okay. Anna, you're, you're a member of the drama club, right? You spend a lot of time in the CPA. What did you think when you heard we were going to have a meet on the stage? I was like, is there, an, is there enough room? <laughs> I was concerned about, um, you know, uh, like, like the curtains and stuff. <laughs> it was like, something fun though. Sounds fun. I spend so much time there anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, and for, for you, I'm sure, and my, you know, and Carter is a, is a member of the band, right? So for both of you guys, um, Forgive me if someone else is a member of the band or, or drama club, and I don't know. Danny is. All right. Okay. I see Danny's <laughs> hand going up. All right. Uh, so for you guys, it was probably kind of cool to go into a place where normally you completely associate it with something else other than powerlifting or training and get to go into that space and, and do another you know, passion of yours and lifting and competing, do that in that space, right? Um, Eden, what did you think? I was really excited. I didn't really think of any of like any issues that might come up, like the stage breaking or anything. I kind of was just really excited because I don't know. I feel like powerlifting is such like a, a sport that's like, like seen as like a rough sport. And I feel like the CPA is not like a place where you'd think like a rough thing would happen and like lots of like grunting and noises, but um, that, that got proved wrong. We, I really thought, oh, we should definitely do this in the gym, but no, I definitely think the CPA was the way to go, 100%. Yeah, it, it, was, it was cool. And we're gonna, we're gonna talk more about kind of the environment and stuff like that in a, in a minute. Uh, Danny's gotta go. Danny, what did you think when you first heard that we were gonna do a meet on the stage? Well, as previously mentioned, I am a member of the band, so I always associate the CPA with like performing, whether it's my own like band performance or the drama performing or, you know, whatever. So at first I was like, kind of like, that's a weird concept. Powerlifting in the CPA, that's, that's odd. And I definitely had presumed before hearing that, that we were going to be doing it in the gym. Um, and I definitely like wasn't quite sure how that would play out because normally when there's a performance happening in the CPA, I don't know if serious is the right word, but it's um, it's kind of quieter and um, very like focused on the performance. Not to say that we weren't focused <laughs> at the meet, but it was a different kind of focus. And I actually it gave the CPA a whole new sort of ambiance because there was all this music and all this noise and cheering and it was great. I actually loved it. And I think that was definitely the best place to do it. Uh, I, I agree with you. And my, my hope is to keep, to keep doing meets in there uh, every year. Um, obviously, we wouldn't have our regional meet in there, but doing uh, a meet in there every year. So, folks, we're going to take a brief break for a word from our sponsors. And we're going to be back with Becca's thoughts on when she heard that we were going to have a meet in the CPA. Stay right here. I'm Becca Porter. And I'm Eden Schnerstein. We are Iron Dread Powerlifters. And you're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Hello, this is Trevor O'Brien. And 
and I'm Shannon Sierra, and we are your athletic trainers at Dexter High School. And you are listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. And we're back. Uh, when we, before we left to, for a break, uh, we were getting initial reactions and initial thoughts from all of our uh, student athletes here on the show about what they thought when they heard that we were going to have a powerlifting meet in our CPA, uh, our Center for Performing Arts, a place where normally athletic events do not occur. Um, and the last person, last but not least, we have to get her thoughts is Miss Becca Porto. Becca, what did you think when you heard that we were going to do a meet on stage in the CPA? Um, so I'm really talkative and stuff, but I'm kind of shy. So you wouldn't see me performing or being on stage at all. So when you told me about the CPA, I got a little bit nervous because I'm not used to stages. But when you were describing how that was going to look like and when we actually went to the meet, it was so much fun. It was the best environment possible. And I think it, it made it all so much better. Uh, I mean, the the environment that we created that day and, and really um, the CPA itself, how we set things up really helped. Um, ultimately, though, I think you guys as the student athletes are really what made that environment in the building, in the room that day, there was a, you know, you could feel the energy on stage. You could feel the excitement um, across everybody, right? If you were in that room, you felt the energy and you felt the excitement of that, that day uh, for sure. Now to kind of give everybody an example, you know, kind of a, a, an image here. Um, our CPA is like, how many, how many people does it seat, Anna? Like a couple hundred? Uh, um, somewhere over 300, I think. Right, like, yeah, I'd say at least that, right? And it, it's a, yeah. when you walk into the room by itself, right, with the lights up and you, you stand on that stage and you look up at all those seats, it's an impressive, it's an impressive facility by itself. Um, we took two of our, our power racks down and shout out to Rod Whitlock and all the guys at Buildings and Grounds that made uh, these kids' lives very easy so they didn't have to carry power racks down the stairs. Um, so if you guys see Coach Whitlock and any of the Buildings and Grounds guys, you know, yeah, give them a, give them a thanks um, because we got all that stuff down there. And, and Martin as well. Martin Martin Ruling, our um, our director, our uh, theater director. Um, I believe that's his title, right, Anna? Theater director. Yeah, I think he's technical director. Technical or director. Yeah, he he's the he's the man that runs the CPA, and he was a, a big help to us. And if Martin hears this, um, and or and Rod Whitlock and the Buildings and Grounds guys hear this, you know, publicly here on the podcast. Uh, I'll say it for all these kids as well. Thank you for everything that you did. Um, but, but again, that facility in the CPA was impressive all by itself. Right? But then we bring our racks down. We set up our platforms. We hang our Iron Dread flag right? that Rhett Jacobs gave me, right? who was one of our, our volunteers and judges. We hang that in the middle. We put our logo in the uh, big steel logo that Ed Anderson made in the center of the stage. We turn the lights down low in the audience and put the spotlight on those racks. 
And it was, it was, it was a cool environment, just looking at it. And then when we filled it with you guys, uh, it made it, I uh, made it that much better. Um, one of the things that I think I love about powerlifting is even when you are competing against other schools, um, people really tend to uh, cheer for one another. Right? Um, and even you're competing against each other, but they still want to see you do your best. In this situation, right, it was just our team um, out there on the stage. But Becca brought up a, a good point, right? Most of you guys train in the morning. We have kids that train in the morning. We have kids that train during their strength classes. We have kids that train in the afternoon. So there, there were sometimes like this meet was the first time everybody was together all in the same spot. Right? So somebody, somebody tell us a little bit uh, what it was like when you, or maybe Becca, right? Was your, you, you kind of brought this up. Uh, tell us what, what it was like when you, when you walked in and, and saw, you know, all these other kids that are, that are on the same team that you didn't really know. It was kind of funny because I was seeing people that I lived with every day, Danny, Edom, Gabe. Um, and then I was seeing people that I used to lift with um, last year. So Ashley, Avery. So there was like actually a few people that I didn't know at all. But when we were all lifting, it kind of didn't matter. I was rooting for everybody. Like everybody was super excited. So when you were there trying to squat your best, it didn't really matter. We were all so excited to be on the same team that um, we kind of forgot that we didn't know each other very well. So it was really fun. Yeah, you got close really fast, right? Getting, getting out there and getting under the bar. Um, you know, Danny's mom, Eliza, was our, our photographer uh, for the event. And she captured some great images of the team, right? And everybody being so excited uh, for one another, right? There, uh, she got one picture of Hannah Gruby coming off from, I think, breaking her, her PR in the deadlift by 10 pounds. And Hannah's jumping in the air and she's like, you know, four feet off the ground, jumping, celebrating. And if you look at the team, right, there's like three or four kids that are also flying through the air all at the same time because uh, they were all gassed up and all excited. Um, and I think one of the cool things too, and, and I'll, I'll let you guys speak too on what you thought was the coolest part about, you know, the, the showcase and the, and the team. Um, when, when Peyton Hendricks went for that school record and the, the platform, platform one, you guys had finished. And if you go back and watch our, watch our live stream, you could see this, everybody from platform one, right, without being told to do so, or anything like that, everybody from platform one just came across and congregated around platform two for those last few lifters. And it, it was an, a, an excited environment. And again, you, I will go back and watch the live stream and my hair stands up a little bit because it was that cool of, a, of an experience. Uh, what, did, what did you guys think was like the, the coolest part of, of that whole day? Well, besides, I, oh, go ahead, Anna. Yeah, okay. I, sorry, I should have picked, picked somebody to, uh, to start. Sorry. Um, I, this is my first meet ever, and I did not expect how much of a team sport it would be um, because 
I mean, I lift with other people, but it's always something where you're trying to beat yourself. But at that meet, it was all, everyone was supporting each other. And there were a lot of people that I didn't know that, and I just had a great time supporting everyone else. And when I finally got a successful squad, it seemed like everyone was genuinely very excited for me. <laughs> and it was just a great time. Yeah, because you were struggling a little bit with with depth, right? Worried about, about getting all the, all the way down to depth. And, and that happens. got very nervous. <laughs> That happens in your in your first meet sometimes. Um, some, sometimes, right? You know you can do it. You've done it over and over and over again. And we and we have people, you know, many people that kind of went through this, such as yourself, in their first meet. All of a sudden, because it's a meet, now we're worried about you know because there's three judges watching us. Now all of a sudden we start to kind of overthink it a little bit, right? We got to kind of take that deep breath and focus and get ourselves there remember our cues and we're just fine so but yeah it, it is uh it, it is exciting all right so now i i won't i won't uh i won't mess you guys up here i think danny was queuing up the mic next so we'll go with danny and i'll let uh, uh i'll kind of call on you to talk so then you guys don't have to step on each other okay so um like i was saying uh besides any personal records that were broken or school records which was all great because I think a lot of people did beat personals or school records, which was awesome. The energy was just completely unparalleled. Um, like coach mentioned, we were all just so excited to hype each other up that we were just like going all over the place and making sure to have each other's backs. And whenever anyone went, if it was a successful lift, we were all screaming at the top of their lungs. Doesn't matter if it's your first or second or third attempt, if it was a PR or anything like that. It was just so exciting, and I don't know about everyone else, but my voice was just like completely gone by the end of the meet, <laughs> and it was just really fun. You were high-fiving people that you maybe hadn't even talked to before, but they were still so excited for you, and you were excited for them, and it was just really, really fun. Yeah, for sure. It, uh, it again, it was, it was a really cool thing to see. Uh, Eden? Yeah, so I um kind of went into this like knowing that it was a team sport but i really was surprised like how like yes we're competing against each other but it's so team based like i would even argue that it's more team based than a typical like team sport like the other team sports i play field hockey or lacrosse like there's just there's a different level of like team bonding team relationships that that happen when you're at those meets and on the platform and stuff like and even if you like miss a lift like people are still like hyping you up and cheering you on for your next one like it's just it's very like a togetherness i would almost describe it as it's different like no other yeah every everybody together having fun and again you guys you guys and carter carter can can uh attest to this um, because he has lifted in a, in a, and I don't want to say a real meet, a regional meet, multiple regional meets. Um, it is like that, even with kids from other schools. So it's it's really a cool. Yes, thing. it is very similar to the regional meets last year. That was kind of surprising me, and I kind of expected it, but they were very similar aside from having kids from just our school. But the energy was still very similar. Yeah, and it's I think as Danny brought up 
um, as far as I know, everybody either matched or broke a personal best on that day. Um, many school records did fall and, and that was, that was what it was about. So obviously where we've mentioned a, a bunch of different things here, but Carter, you have anything else you, uh, that you thought was the, you know, the best part or the thing that you enjoyed the most about Saturday's meet? I don't know. It's hard to say if there's any one best part because it all kind of comes together. Like all the moments are interwoven. So it's hard to say if there's any one best part of the meet where it's all like, oh, this is the moment that like makes it the meet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and, but what would you, uh, what would you give us the, you know, maybe the, a couple things that you, you did enjoy? What, what were some of your, your favorite parts, I guess? You, you don't have to just pick one, but what were some of the favorite things that you had? Probably cheering on and talking with the, the guys at Rack 2. That was probably my, my personal favorite part, although that's very broad. I did also enjoy beating my records, but yeah, did not enjoy losing my school records. I knew it would happen eventually. But. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, Carter had... You know, Carter was our school record holder in, in 275, and then we had some young guys that... Uh, that joined in the team and and they uh, they took his school records, but it's all right, Carter. You're you're still uh, you're still there. You're still you're still there. You still were were up on that board, and, you, uh, and even though now high school powerlifting is done, we could still chase and try to beat those best records. Um, Becca, do you have anything specific that we haven't talked about yet that you uh, you thought was great about our? Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I broke my personal records for deadlift like by a lot. But when I saw Peyton doing it, it made me so much happier to see like other people breaking it. And he has helped me um, so much. I, I was really excited um, for him. But I've been playing sports since I can remember. And it's easy to be happy when your teammates score a goal because um, although it was not you, it's helping you. But I've never seen this type of excitement before where you get um, more excited about someone else breaking their records than yourself. And I really, really, really felt like um, we were all um, really close to each other and generally happy about each other's like personal records being broken. So it was really fun to see it. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that all of you echoed and we got to talk about, right? We enjoy powerlifting because we have fun, right? We have fun going to the meet and doing those things. We have fun in training, right? Even, even though we're working hard, right? We're, we're, we're doing a lot of work, right? We're training hard. We're doing things that are difficult. Body tempering hurts like hell when you're going through it, right? But that's what helps you feel better so you can come back and train the next day but we have fun. Uh, we have fun in what we do here. And I think that is, that's the best part. And, and that, again, that is a, that is a testament to the individuals, right? You guys that come in and are part of our program, right? You guys come in, you work hard, you have fun. And at the same time, while you're having fun, you are the standard bearers for what we want our strength and conditioning program to be, right? We want it to be fun, but we want it to be where we're working hard and doing things correctly. We want it to be where you all help others, 
right? We make each other stronger. Wow. Um, so that's definitely something that we want. And we want you guys to, to set the example. Um, so kind of putting a, putting a bow on Saturday, we kind of talked about our, our, our favorite things and, and getting all that stuff in. Um, so we, you know, we talked about, you know, setting the example. Okay. And what you guys do as power lifters, um, and setting the example, um, Danny, what does setting the example for other kids mean to you? So, um, like we all kind of previously mentioned, a lot of us, if we haven't been powerlifting for a really long time, we have been lifting for a long time. So because of that, and because we come in more often than casual lifters, like most of us come in at least four times a week. And, um, so because of those factors, we have a lot of experience and, so to that end, I'd hope we all like know what we're doing and um, we're held to a certain standard because of that. Um, so as such, we often have to set an example for other kids. Um, if they need help with something, sometimes um, Coach Witt will direct them to us or we'll go to them or um, sometimes we'll just demonstrate a certain lift to them. And um, that also helps um, us hold ourselves to a certain standard because we know that we need to um, know what we're doing in order to not only better ourselves, but also to help others. And I think that's really just kind of helpful for everyone in the end. Yeah. I mean, the team uh, and it, it, the individuals in the, it's not even just a powerlifting team at this point, it is our entire strength and conditioning program that services every student athlete that wants to walk through those weight room doors. You guys make each other better. Even, even if it's an individual that you're never gonna, you're never gonna be on the same, you know, competitive team as them, but you make each other better, right? And it doesn't matter if they're bigger or stronger than you are, or if you're bigger and stronger than, like the fact that you guys have that experience, you take that, right? And you help others, right? Everybody gets better. You're only as good as your training partners. You're only as good as the people that you, are around in the environment that you're in around around in the weight room. And that's why we kind of foster that, right? It's encouraged, right? I can probably think of, I can think of many different examples with all of you where there's an individual and you're starting to help them. And instead of me coming in and correcting it, I just kind of back up and cross my arms and let you talk uh, because I want you to teach it. I want you to give that lesson or teach that, lift or whatever it is you're talking about to the newer person, the person with less experience than you. I want you to do that because that makes you better. If you could teach it to somebody else, right? Usually you're going to be better at it. Um, so anybody else have anything on, you know, setting an example or anything like that, that really uh, they enjoy about our program or about powerlifting? Yeah, I guess I just have one quick thing. Like, um, Something that coach said uh, a couple weeks ago when we were training in the morning um, was that he thought it was funny that one of the smaller girls was rolling out one of the biggest guys. And I was James Livingston. And um, I just think like it, it did set an example to the other kids. Like, like it doesn't, it, it, like it didn't even matter like who it was, but just the fact that it wasn't one of the big guys rolling him out, like, that yeah like yeah like you can you can definitely do it too like 
I'm, 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 a, I'm a small person, like, but I still, I still was able to move those cylinders around, but I definitely think, you know, setting the example for those, those other people to roll other people out or set the example, whatever. And just being, being in there and being around one another and working together, right? You know, James was a member of the powerlifting team and he, he does, you know, a, a lot of stuff, you know, helping other people. Um, but you know, James is six foot seven, you know, six foot eight, 280 pounds. You know, he's, you know, being recruited by many different schools to play division one college football. And, you know, he is literally double the size of Eden and Eden's right in there. They're working together. You know, she's helping him, you know, rolling him out, body tempering him out. You know, he helped her and it's, and again, it's not just a powerlifting thing. It is a, a strength program wide thing where we want you guys to interact like that, right? Where before, before a, a unified strength program and, and powerlifting, right? Eden, Eden Schoenstein and James Livingston might not even speak to one another. They don't even know each other, right? And I think that's a cool part is, you know, I, I've used the phrase before. We are this, this, this symbol here, right? And I'm, as I'm, for those of you, uh, audio listeners, right? I'm holding up a postcard with our Iron Dread logo on it, right? We are we are one nation under Iron Dread, right? Is one of my big you know things that I like to say from time to time because we all unite under that one banner of we are going to get stronger and we're going to hold each other accountable, and that makes all of us better. Right? That makes all of us better. Um, so, folks. We're getting kind of towards the end here. The last thing I want to ask our, our panel, and, and again, thank you guys for doing this. It's kind of hard. You know, we got a bunch of us here talking together on a, on a podcast. Usually podcasts are just two or three people. Um, and you guys, I think you guys have done a great job uh, with this. Um, we'll kind of I'll open the floor for any comments. Any, any advice you would give? Uh, let's start first with, you know, a, a kid that is considering getting involved in powerlifting um, either at our school or at another school. Any advice you would give a kid considering getting involved? Yeah, I think whoever is thinking about that should definitely do it because it's not only going to push yourself to be your um, to like beat yourself every day at the um, weight room. So you're also um, like helping your teammates and stuff. So I believe in it like really helps yourself to push um, um, to your um, like your limits, but it's also gonna help you to build that um, team spirit very well. I think um, that was the best sport that I've ever practiced to like um, build the sense of um, helping each other and cheering on each other. So I think it's really really important for like a personal um, development um, in general. Very good. Anybody? I also a um, little bit of advice I would give. It's just good to remember that it's like never too late to start powerlifting. I was a senior and I started. Some other people here were seniors when they started. I was lifting before that too. So like if you're thinking about it and you're like, okay, I want to get into it, but you know, I'm not 100% sure. Just start by lifting. You don't need to powerlift right away. You can just start by lifting. If you really like it, start powerlifting. And it doesn't hurt to try because at least here, I don't know if you're at a different school or whatever, but it's free. And it only takes an hour of your day. You only have to wake up a little earlier and it's fun. It's a good experience. There's just no reason not to try it really. Yeah, it's it's a huge confidence builder and it's injury prevention too. Like 
I would say confidence builder. I was terrified when my field hockey coach was like, yes, and we're going to lifting now. I was, I was terrified, but now I will walk through those doors like nobody's business. And like injury prevention, I used to get injured. I'm, I'm a clumsy person sometimes. And I like, I get hurt and I definitely have noticed that I will get injured lefts or my muscles won't be as sore from practice um, for lacrosse or whatever. Like it's just, it, I can definitely see the benefits even just outside of lifting itself. I would say definitely give it a shot because as someone who's tried a lot of things and didn't, they didn't really seem to stick. Um, even if you don't really enjoy like sports, this is a great thing to try and you might love it. Um, Cause you can really do it on your own terms. And then however often, like two days a week, four days a week, afternoons, mornings, you know, all that. Sure. Carter. Yeah. I would say even if you're unsure about doing powerlifting, I would recommend just doing weightlifting. You don't have to do it for a sport. You don't have to do it for powerlifting, but just weightlifting and getting stronger helps in a lot of ways. It makes you feel better. I always feel amazing after I drive home from lifting. So even if you're unsure about doing powerlifting or if the high school you're at doesn't have it, I would still recommend trying to find a way to get under that bar and lifting. Absolutely. Amen, brother. All right, folks. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you too much longer here. Thank you for your time and being involved in this. Uh, I appreciate your commitments to our strength program and our powerlifting program. And we will uh, we will talk again soon. Hey, this is Chuck Hopkins, president of the Dexter Youth Football League, and you are listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. So there you have it, folks. Thanks again to Eden, Carter, Becca, Annabelle, and Danny uh, for coming in and talking with us today about their experiences in powerlifting. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing some insight from some of our young people. I uh, hope to have more of our young folks uh, from the strength program and powerlifting on the show. Uh, after we went off the air, I realized that I forgot to get a weight room song of the week from these individuals. So I sent them a message and got a selection for the weight room song of the week. And we'll present that to you right after this commercial break. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! Additional support for the Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you by Holiday's Restaurant, where every day is a celebration. Visit them at 2080 West Stadium Boulevard, Ann Arbor, Michigan, or at HolidaysRestaurant.com. Download their app and receive 10% off your first order when you download the app from the Apple or Google Play Store. 
Reinhardt Realtors and Associate Broker Tracy Rose. Give her a call at 734-726-5400 if you're interested in buying or selling a home. Ryan Mackey Photography of Dexter, Michigan. Find him online at Ryan Mackey Photography. Our local Ann Arbor Menards, 6405 Jackson Road, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Save big money at Menards. Bella's Transport Incorporated, 6435 North Territorial Road in Dexter, Michigan. A family-owned gravel hauling and trucking transport service since 2004. Give them a call at 313-433-4806. And last but not least, Eliza Schultz Photography. Documenting stories, milestones, and events through beautiful images. Now booking 2022 class senior photo sessions. Visit ElizaScholesPhotography.com or call 734-945-4968. This is Quincy Golf, Iron Dread alumni. You're listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Ah, yeah, and it's that time for your Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week, presented, as always, by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. This week, our Weight Room Song of the Week, it was a first-come, first-served choice from our five student-athletes, and Danny Scholes was the winner in selecting this week's Weight Room Song of the Week, and she chose a classic from Sticks and probably one of their most famous hits off their Pieces of Eight album. This is Renegade. Remember, you can find this song and every song that's on our Weight Room Song of the Week playlist on Spotify. Just search for it in the show notes or hit up Spotify and search Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week. Here's Renegade from Sticks. From the long arm of the law Lawman is putting into my running And I'm so far from my home Oh mama, I can hear you are crying You're so scared and all alone Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very There you have it, this week's Weight Room Song of the Week. Sticks and their hit, Renegade, chosen by Danny Scholes of our Iron Dread powerlifting panel that we had here 
uh, on this week's episode, episode number 60. Now, next week, as promised, as promised, we decided to focus on powerlifting and our powerlifting showcase this week. We have ready to go for you next week, episode 61, Coach Bill Ivan and his 10 Commandments of Offensive Line. Next week, we talk all about a little bit of football and specifically offensive linemen with our varsity offensive line coach here at Dexter High School, Indiana football alumni, Mr. Bill Ivan. So be ready for that one next week for episode 61. But until then, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win around here. We're becoming dread stronger. I'm Chris Whitaker, signing off. 